Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. Um, yesterday, I realized how I never really recorded an introductory episode. That is what we are doing today, because I realized I just assumed that the two people listening would know who I am. But then in the general idea of this podcast, it wouldn't really make sense to not have an introductory episode. So I can just film it now, you know, talk about who I am. And kind of who I used to be, who people think I am, and all that stuff. So the first thing people do when they introduce themselves is say their name. My name, as you can tell, is Nermit Kaira. That is how it's pronounced. A lot of people get it wrong. Like, surprisingly many people get it wrong. I have this habit of, like, dumbing down my name for other people. I, like, I'll pronounce my name in an easier way. So I'll be like, for, like, Finnish people, I'll go like, oh, Nirmet. Because it's just easier. I don't know. But then as I've grown up, I've realized that that's kind of messed up. How my name could have been colonized. Okay. <laughs> See, being doing a podcast, even if it's for a school project, is low-key scary. Because I feel like when I'm having conversations, I sometimes say out-of-pocket things. Or I just say things that I don't think about before I say them. So I don't know if I can have them in the podcast or I should edit them out but hopefully I don't say anything too controversial so yeah that's my name and I go by the nickname of Nido so it's spelled N-E-E-T-U but you'd be surprised how many Finnish people think it's spelled with I's so that it's like N-I-I-T-U which I guess I can understand that is okay but it got to I remember in second grade I like almost changed the way my name like nickname was spelled because so many people would just write it with eyes, and I was like, I can't be asked to be telling all these people that they're spelling my name wrong. So I'll just like go with it. I'm 17 years old, and I go to high school, as I think I've mentioned. And I'm in my second year, or first year of IB, but second year of high school altogether. And I was born and raised in Finland. I have never lived anywhere else except Finland. And I've gone to only English-speaking schools. So I was in the same school in elementary, in junior high. That was one whole school. And then preschool, like, preschool was in the same building of the elementary I went to. But then there were, I went to three different kindergartens. First one, oh my god, the ladies there were so mean. They were literally so mean to the point where they made me sleep on the floor. I will explain this because I feel like I cannot make allegations like that towards a kindergarten without explaining them. But I was a child where I didn't I don't like school food. I didn't like school food. Then I don't like it now. It's not good. None of it is appetizing. Like, yeah, maybe once in a blue moon we'll have good school food. But it's never been like truly I am excited to eat school food today, you know, so just trash overall. But so yeah, so I didn't used to eat the food there. So they'd literally give me the food and I'd sit there with it, staring at the other kids because I'm like, I'm not eating this. I was a petty child. I have always been petty. I think I'm still am to a certain degree, but I never used to eat the food. And then I remember, um, like I never understood the concepts of taking naps in the middle of the day. I appreciate them now. I love naps now. But back then I didn't understand the point. Why am I sleeping in the middle of the day for a solid hour when I could be literally playing with my dolls, with my toy cars, whatever it is I was playing with, you know? Like, it's a waste of time. So then, 
when they made us take daytime naps, I never slept. I just couldn't sleep. And I talked to the kids next to me in the bunk beds, beds, and I just talked to them. And they hated me for it because they're like, you're disturbing the other kids. Don't do that. And then this lady took me out from the room and made me sleep on the floor. She gave me a mattress. It was the skinny thing where I could still feel my bones hitting the floor. And she made me sleep on the floor. And the hallway was like a meter wide, right? So then it was in the middle of everything. If you wanted to go anywhere through the kindergarten, you'd have to go through the hallway. So I'm like laying there wide awake, mad, because I'm being made sleep to sleep on the floor. And these like teachers or kindergarten ladies, I don't know what you call them. They're like stepping over me like for a solid 40 minutes when they're trying to get by, do whatever they do, do their job or whatever. And I was just so annoyed. And then they'd like pile books next to me or like, I don't even know what they were doing. But I was sleeping in the middle of the hallway on the floor. I have seen some tough days. This is like my villain story. And I remember I like was crying. I used to cry so much because I didn't like going there. And then my dad was like, I can't keep doing this to her. Like, let's just change the kindergarten she goes to. So then they put me in this one that was nearer to our house where I made a few friends. But then I got accepted into the English speaking kindergarten. And then that is where I grew up. I think just that fact is really interesting because I know a lot of people that move about a lot to the point where they don't really make solid friends anywhere. But I had the complete opposite experience where it was like I made friends in this one place. And then once we started, like I remember in seventh grade, because when you go from elementary to junior high, um they introduce these like new kids that come into the school from this other school they just enroll new kids is what I'm trying to say and then yeah so then the classes got shifted a bit and that was the first time in like six years I'd been in like a class with different people and I remember I was just so stressed what am I gonna do without my friends and then I got put into a class hated it I hated my class over everything and it wasn't like the people in there it was just I hated it for me. Um, yeah, so seventh grade, it was tough. Um, then I changed classes in eighth grade. Yeah, I've always had that problem where I become really dependent on my friends. I've had that for a long time, like for the longest time in my life. Because of the school I went to, I guess, also. I just had one group of friends. Like, it was just that group. And then I used to play football also. So I had friends there in that team. But in general, it was just like the same group of people that I hung out my entire childhood and then seventh grade it got mixed up a bit hated it and then I changed classes to the class with all my friends and then eighth grade and ninth grade were fun they were okay it was a normal like teen drama stuff that goes down at every single um school and then that stuff and then I graduated from there and then I went to high school all my other friends went to like different schools, but we still see each other and we hang out all the time. So that's okay. So that's basically my life, like summed in five minutes, which is kind of sad. I left out a lot of um, essential traumatizing stuff, but I don't know. That's like the basics of it, I guess. But yeah, so I was born and raised in Finland. Yeah, but both of my parents are Indian. So I went to an international school where, like, the English-speaking school I went to, it wasn't uncommon. 
it was mostly it was common for people to be from different ethnicities. I don't know why I mispronounced that so bad. Ethnicities. It was it was normal for people to be from different ethnicities, and I remember I think in my class we had like five or less people that were completely Finnish, like they were ethnically and nationally Finnish. So then that's like where I grew up. But then once I came to high school, it was like most of the people were just Finnish. I guess in a sense it was a culture shock because schools that are like multinational, international, they have a different culture to them. But then also like only Finnish schools are very different from those schools. And then also in my IB class, it we have a lot of people from a different places around the world, but it is mostly there are a lot of Finnish people in that class too, but that's okay. I mean, I'm not saying that being in a mostly Finnish school is bad, but it is a different experience. I feel like the fact that I went to a single school for most of my life kind of it becomes this like community type sense where you don't really it's not really the real world if you think about it it's like you grow it's like a cult (laughs) okay I think I'm not supposed to say that the school is a cult but it's more like when you grow up in this in the same group of people it creates this false sense of security I think where it's like oh I'll always know these people I'll always we'll go to the same schools after like no that's not how it works at all you kind of when you graduate from there you realize that there's a lot more people out there there's different people with different life experiences different types of friends you make once you leave let's go back to when I mentioned my parents are Indian since I went to a school that was really international the fact that I was ethnically different never really like was that much of a difference to me because so were all of my friends or most of my friends like when we were younger me and my cousins we basically grew up together like all of us but like when we started growing up the term whitewashed started being thrown around and now I had to google what whitewashed means specifically because I think there's a lot of people that probably don't know what it means but according to the urban dictionary that is the number one source most trustworthy They say whitewashed is a derogatory term used to describe a minority who has assimilated with Western society. And then it goes on to say the whitewashed person does not necessarily abandon his or her own culture, but rather embraces another beside his or her own. Some people take it as a compliment while others take it as an insult. I never that ending does not make sense. I do not know a single person that takes called whitewashed as a compliment. Unless, of course, you're, like, trying to act white. But I don't know who would take it as a compliment. Because even though I was raised here, like, obviously my parents raised us taking into consideration the fact that we were living in Finland. So it was, like, they took Indian culture and they they took some aspects of, like, westernized Finnish culture and, like, smashed it together. And that's how we were brought up, which I'm really thankful for because it kind of taught me how to act in different situations with different people where it's like it's not the fact that I act different with different people which I think everybody does whether you like to admit it or not you act different with different people but it like when I'm talking to Finnish people I act a little different and when I'm talking to Indian people I act a little different 
So once we were growing up, the term whitewash started being thrown around. Nito, oh my god, you're whitewashed. Your accent sucks. The amount of times I've heard that being said to me is insane. So if you're listening to this and thinking of calling me whitewashed, there's no point. All of the insults have been thrown at me and I've heard them and I've taken them into consideration and respectfully declined them. But growing up in these two cultures wasn't all that difficult to me when I was younger because like, well, as I said, a lot of my friends, like they were from two different cultures too. I never felt like I was out of the norm. But I think as I started growing up, I felt like I needed to make a choice in certain situations where it was like, do I want to act a little bit more white or does this situation call for acting more Indian? I don't know if that makes sense to some of you, but hopefully it does. Hopefully it's not just, this is just not (laughs) me rambling about stuff that doesn't really make sense, but I don't know, like, I feel like even, I know I've heard a lot of, like, mixed children. I'm not mixed, obviously, because both of my parents are Indian, but I've heard a lot of my, like, mixed friends say that they find it difficult. It's like, it's like you feel guilty because you don't want to choose between the two, I don't know, like, sometimes I just feel like the moment you say you're from somewhere, someone's already, like, labeled you a certain type of person, and then when I say something, like, I've had so many instances where people are like, oh my god, you don't act like how an Indian person would. You're really different to other Indian people I've met. And that kind of makes me pause, because I don't, how do you even reply to that? Like, what do you say? Because if anyone has the answer, please let me know, because I never know what to say, apart from, like, laugh it off or be like, ha, yeah, I don't know, because I don't even know what that means. Are you saying, I don't act how other Indian people you've met, or I don't act how the stereotypical Indian person would act? Like, I don't don't know what that means. Oh, you're so different from other Indian people I've met. Okay, what am I supposed to do with this information? Okay, so while we're on the topic of what other people think I am, I also want to talk about, like, who other people think I might be. Like, I feel like a lot of times, without meaning to, I come off like I hate people, which I don't. I don't hate people. Sometimes I can be a little socially off. (laughs) This is a nice way of putting it. Because I just don't know what to say in certain social situations, so then I just, like, shut up or, like, I don't. I just like go mute because I don't know what to say but no I definitely don't hate people also I think I come off as rude because I don't talk so then it's kind of like oh my god she hates everybody which I don't see the thing is like I'm the type of person that is like I this is me talking about who I think I am so like other people listening to this that have met me are probably like you're so off that's not who you are or what you act like but I think I can be really quiet in the beginning. Like, when I meet people, I don't really know what to say. So I'm, like, quiet and I don't say much. But then the more comfortable I become around people, the more I, like, can't be quiet. Like, I talk so much. I'm obnoxious. I, like, a lot more comfortable around that person. So then I just open up easier. And it's easier for me to talk to them about different things. But, yeah, that is basically it, I think, for this episode. I love how I just added in the end. I was like, I'm not a mean person. (laughs) But... No, but obviously I don't think any person has ever lived their life without being mean. I have had my situations where I've been mean or rude. But 
a lot of them, I think, haven't been intentional from my part. <laughs> this is like me making excuses. I swear I'm not. I'm saying like, I guess I need a second opinion on this of like someone who's met me instead of like just me talking about who I think I am. But just know, if you think I hate you, I probably don't. That's the ending of this episode. Yeah, so I just talked about who I think I am in a lot of words that probably half of them were so irrelevant to the point that I was trying to make. But hopefully you understood something of this episode that was a little all over the place, which is the reason I like recording with other people because they like keep me on track while I just like drive off a cliff and just like go into different topics. But that's about it. The next episode, I don't know what it's going to be about, who it's going to be with, but we'll see. It'll hopefully be something interesting. So yeah, hopefully you have a nice day, week, month, year life and hopefully you learned something about me but I'll see you next time